Hi, thank you for clicking on the Digital Selling Secrets Podcast. My name is Gary Dennis. I'm one of the co-hosts of the podcast. This is part one of the interview with Sarah Noel Wilson. Sarah is a leadership coach and she has a consulting firm that's focused on helping leaders go from good to great. And we discuss how to lead during this environment that we're in, the, in the middle of a pandemic. It's different than any other environment. So if, if you want to grow as a leader, I highly recommend that you listen to this podcast. And if you want to learn more about Sarah, go to sarahnoelwilson.com. But the reality is we're human. And when we're on social media and we're only seeing the highlight reel, when something human pops up, something relatable, something vulnerable, that builds trust. Then what I have to do is offer them something that has a high enough perceived value to overcome their desire to not get pitched or spammed or bothered or annoyed. I have to go on a gut level first and foremost. What sells me? How do we take some of the repetitive, quote unquote, bureaucratic tasks out of the hands of the rep and automate those to free up time for them to spend selling? How can we create a place where it's positive, where there's nothing but motivation, education, and inspiration, and how can we do it consistently? Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining the Digital Selling Secrets Podcast. On this podcast, we talk about sales, leadership, and digital transformation. And tonight, we have a very special guest. We have Sarah Noel Wilson. And Sarah, thank you for joining us this evening. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're uh, my co-host couldn't join us tonight, but um, we are excited to have you as a guest on the podcast. And uh, but b- before we jump right into everything, do you mind sharing a little bit about your background? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm I'm the owner of a leadership coaching and consulting company where we are very much committed to helping leaders deal with the complexity of the humans they serve and the challenges they face. And um, but my you know my history here's the abbreviated version is I actually got my background in uh, theater. So I started as an undergraduate in theater performance, did what every good person in Des Moines does. I got a job in insurance, quickly discovered I had an interest in the dynamics in the workplace, became interested in leadership development, you know, a couple degrees later, yada, 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 and here we are. So I'm very, very passionate about helping people build and rebuild relationships. Awesome. Awesome. And in this time period with the pandemic and everything going on, and even before that, relationships whether you're at work or in your personal lives, they're, they're so critical um, to the success of anything, whether it be a family or a, a business or just a, a, any type of relationship. Now, tonight we're going to talk about leading through this um, situation that we're in right now. And obviously it has its unique attributes. And I imagine um, there's some things about it that are similar and maybe some things that are different. Um, you mind describing a little bit about the landscape that, that you see from a leadership perspective? Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the biggest shifts, you know, with this is one is the fact that we as a collective global humanity have been disrupted and rocked in a way we've never experienced before. And I use the term humanity really intentionally because I think pre this, you could get away with only focusing on results. You could get away with only focusing on products and process. And now now the challenges of uh, your humans that you serve are very much front and center. And so we very quickly saw a big pivot with the clients that we serve, um, just trying to figure out how do we support people emotionally? How do we navigate this uncertainty? How do we, um, how do we help our team members navigate this uncertainty when we don't know what the next couple of months will look like? So it's, it's really challenged. It's really challenged people who like to plan 
in a very significant way. And, um, and one of, you know, while it's been hard, one of the benefits that I have seen uh, as a result of this is it has stripped away some of those professional masks that we've had to wear. You know, it's, it's a different situation, you know, just us looking and seeing like, I love seeing all your kids' drawings in the back or you're on a call with the CEO and his two-year-old climbs into his lap and suddenly we see ourselves as people. And so that's opened up this whole new way of us to be able to connect and work together. Yeah, it sure has. And, and I think you touched on a critical piece of how our personal lives are being connected to our professional lives. And that uh, I guess those that are that really compartmentalize um, work and personal lives may be struggling more than others. I don't know. Um, but from a pure emotional level or personal level, what are you seeing a lot of challenges around um, just dealing with everything going on emotionally and, and that carrying over to the people's professional lives? Yeah, absolutely. And, and we've, we've been seeing that from day one. And honestly, I have, we haven't seen that let up. I think that there's a little bit of a, um, you know, because we're five, six months into it now, I think there's a sense of, oh, we should have it figured out by now. And we forget that whether we're conscious of it or not, our brains are very much aware that we're under a place of threat. And so some of the, some of the things that um, we're seeing in the workplace and leaders I'm sure are seeing are things like people are fatiguing faster. They might be more reactive. They may be exhibiting behaviors that are more stressed, like stress reactions versus more reflect, reflective, thoughtful responses. Um, you know, people are exhausted. This is a, you know, you being a parent of two little ones, this is a very different experience for parents right now. And they are going under a ton of different challenges. And, and depending on your situation, um, our resiliency buckets are just depleted or they're depleting so much more faster. And when that happens, we tend to not come always from our best place. And so, you know, I think about about a month in one of my, one of my clients who's, he was asking me, he's like, so what, I'm noticing a lot of, not of team members are just, they seem to be a little bit more like trigger with their temper or they're a little bit more protective. That's the other thing that we've been seeing is people are more protective, not wanting to collaborate or share as much. And which makes sense because the brain is under stress. And when the brain's under stress, it's going to go into protection mode. And um, so there's a, I mean, I could go on and on and on about the neuroscience of what happens to us on stress. But I think the most important thing is you know, to your point of compartmentalizing, one of the things that I think is a trap that um, people in positions of authority can fall into is they think they can remove the emotion from the situation. And that's just not possible, we're humans. Emotions are in the room whether we realize it or not. And, um, and especially now it's challenging us to learn how to show up with them in a way that's more productive. Yeah, that, man, that, that is such a good point. I, I was talking to a mentor friend of mine here recently just about the situation and they have these different profiles out there, whether it's DISC or Strength Finder. So you get these personality profiles. And there was one um, that I took at one point where it showed how you act in normal situations and then how you act when you're under stress, right? And uh, I imagine, I mean, you think about the, the fight or flight response that people have when they're under stress, whether they run or they're ready to, you know, be overly aggressive or whatever the situation may be. Um, but now there's a, you have that fear element there. You have that fear of losing your job or fear of getting sick or fear of not providing for your family. And it's got to carry over into so many different situations. So from a leadership perspective, um, what, are, what are your recommendations for, for managing or a business or a team um, when you have that, that high 
threat situation, that high fear element or whatever it may be. I mean, what, what are your recommendations around that? Yeah. I mean, a couple of things. I think, you know, one is to recognize that productivity isn't going to look the same now as it did before, right? We all will have spurts where maybe we're really highly energized, but what we, again, what we know from a psychological perspective is that anytime we are experiencing long exposures to stress, right? We're in a prolonged exposure to stress. Um, we just are going to fatigue far faster. And if you have things that are distracting you, right? You're trying to figure out how to take your, like, are your kids going to go to school or aren't they? Are they going to be at home? Aren't they? How do I see my parents? How do I navigate dating now because I'm single? And how do I, so, so there's all those layers of stress are definitely going to impact productivity. Um, I think a couple of, th you know, like really specific practices is one to just recognize that and be realistic about that, that it's not, um, depending on the situation and obviously depending on your team members, um, the productivity is just going to be different and it's going to go in different waves depending on, on how they're sleeping, where, the, you know, where they're at emotionally and mentally. The other thing is just simply to check in with people. I think that you know, we talk about how important relationships are and I just want to echo what you said that our success is so largely dependent on our relationships, right? And, and pre-COVID, we were able to put a lot of our relationships on autopilot happenstance. I, I happen to run into you in the break room and that's how we're going to chat. And so we have to be far more, um, far more intentional about showing up for each other. And so simply just asking people, um, checking in with them, um, not about work, but just how are you doing? How, are you, how have you been sleeping lately? Um, what's going on you know, that maybe would be valuable for me to be aware of, of how I can support you? It, you know, it's, it's interesting, we had, um, I had a, a, a friend of mine, she said, I appreciate that my leaders are asking how we're doing more, but she said, I don't think they're prepared for the answers. And I thought that that was a really, um, just a really like astute observation. And, um, and so the other side of it, I, and I think this is um, not just in the short term, but long term, um, is we have to have better tools for how to support people from a mental health perspective, whether that's educating ourselves, understanding how can we emotionally support somebody, understand how we might be unintentionally dismissing them. Um, we had a uh, I had somebody recently ask, hey, can you speak on what the future of HR and what the future of work will look like after COVID? Though well, I can't do that because I don't know. I don't, we're still in it. But what, but what we do know is that the impact of mental health is significant. It's significant right now. And we don't even know what the long-term effects will look like. So the more tools we can have in our tool belt, the better. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a great point because, you know, how is this going to evolve into what it's going to look like six months, a year from now, five years. I mean, even with schools right now, the, the virtual learning, I mean, all there has to be repercussions for everything we're going through. And, and I, I'm curious what things are going to look like down the road. Um, so I, I, mean, I think one thing that business leaders may face is on the one hand, you're trying to um, adapt and connect on a more personal level but at the same time, you still have goals to meet. Yeah. You have objectives to meet. Yeah, you, so, got, you got paychecks to make, right? Like you've got employees you want to keep, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, I imagine some employees, when their leaders ask them, hey, how are you doing? They may be hesitant to share everything because yeah. at the same time, they're worried about their, their job situation. And, and maybe they want to keep their game face on and not, you know, and keep everything bottled up or whatever the situation may be, but how do you, how do you manage the performance element plus keep people whole emotionally when you're in the middle of a pandemic and any thoughts on that? 